I want to teach some few things on wise money management. Amen. What is it? Wise money management. Wise money management. Many people are just praying that finances will be well for them without taking wise steps to manage the money that God is giving them. It's not just about praying that money came. What do you do with the money that has come? It's very important. Amen? Many, many prayer warriors are heavyweight financial strugglers. Hmm? In the world of boxing, you have heavyweights and then lightweights. <laughs> uh, so I'm saying that many, many well-meaning prayer warriors, children of God, are suffering heavily financially. So many of them, it's not because they have not been getting money, but it is because they don't know how to manage the money that is in their hands. Hallelujah. The other day we read a scripture where the writer of the book of Proverbs is actually saying, go to the ant and learn. Amen. It says, ants, they have no captain. They have no overseer. They have no ruler. And yet, they are so wise that they keep food for the summer. They keep food for use in future. Amen. Which wisdom so many of us do not have. Do not have. So our spending is reckless. Our decision making financially is very poor. Hence the lack of money. Or lack of financial comfort in our lives. Hallelujah. So let's look at wise money management. Amen. I know we are supposed to be praying, but prayer without wisdom equals waste of time. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. So I will give these points not necessarily in any order of importance. I will just highlight them as they come through. Amen. Number one. Spend within your means. Spend within your means. That is, do not unnecessarily overburden yourself. Spend within your means. 
Somebody shout with me, I will spend within my means. Another way of presenting that point is live within your means. Basically, that's what we are saying. Live within your means. As a general rule, your expenditure should always be below your income. <laughs> so, for example, if your income is 200000 don't spend more than 200000 Hey, pastor, what are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. As a general rule, if you want to spend more than 200000 then what are you doing there? You will be spending what you don't have, which means there are two possibilities. Is either somebody is giving you surplus money or you are borrowing. Is it making sense? Spend within your means. Spend within your means. So what is my advice on spending habits? Because this is where we also have a lot of problems. Our spending habits. Amen. Advice number one on spending. Everything must be done in moderation and to the glory of God while spending. Everything must be done in moderation and to the glory of God in your spending. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 5. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 5. Don't worry, we're going to pray, but I need to give you these things. Amen. It says, let me read that from uh, New King James Version. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 5. It says, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. He's talking there about gentleness. Gentleness. Amen. In King James Version, it says, Let your moderation be known unto all men. Let your moderation. You know, we talk about a moderator. Someone who moderates things. If you go overboard in your spending, just know that you're in trouble. Everything must be done with moderation. With soberness. That's another word. Moderation or soberness. Be sober. Don't be drunk. Don't be excessive. That's the point we are trying to make there. These are just... Uh, important highlights on the right way to spend. Now, here it is. The other important point on spending habits is that special projects such as building a house should not be undertaken 
at the expense of basic provisions. Say for the family. Special projects such as building a house should not be undertaken at the expense of basic provisions for the family. For example, children's education or basic needs of the home. You see that you are squeezed, there is nothing to eat, you can't pay rent simply because you are saying I'm building a house. No. No, because those are the things now that will drag you into borrowing. Number three is where possible buy things in bulk. Do what we call bulk purchases. Sometimes bulk purchases will be cheaper than buying single items. Hmm? There are certain times when buying a single item will be more expensive than buying things in bulk. There is always a difference between retail and wholesale. Am I right here? So if there are things you can buy in bulk and at a, at a cheaper price, it's better to buy them in bulk. And use them for some months. Rather than every month going to buy two packets of sugar. You discover that I don't know how it is working. But if buying a bale of sugar. Will be cheaper than buying single packets of sugar. It's better to buy the whole bale. It will save you some 20 kwacha or 30 kwacha. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Now, let's move on here to say another point outside spending, for example, is that manage your finances in such a way that the finances or managing the finances will not hinder your spiritual growth or cause you to backslide. Manage your finances in such a way that doing so will not hinder your spiritual growth. Manage your finances in such a way that it will not hinder your spiritual growth or cause you to backslide. Yeah. Amen. Another important point on wise money management is Always remember to fulfill your obligations, financial obligations to God and his work. Always be faithful. Always ensure to fulfill your obligations. To God and his work. So that is prioritize God and his work in your spending. Prioritize God and his work in the management of your finances. So 
You must pay your tithes and you must fulfill your spiritual obligations towards the work of God. It's very important. If all you're doing is to spend your money on yourself, you'll be missing a point. You'll be missing the blessings that God has promised to give those who honor him with their substance. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 to 10. Honor the Lord with your substance, with your resources. And if you don't do that, you are not managing your money wisely because there is a dimension. Yes. A spiritual dimension of the blessings of God that you will be missing. You will be missing in your finances. Amen. The other important point is set spending limits on certain categories of expenditure. Set spending limits on certain categories of expenditure. Set spending limits on certain categories of expenditure. Yeah. So, for example, you should be able to say on monthly basis, this is how far we will spend or we can spend on groceries. Anything above that will not be entertained. Amen? Yeah. Even if it means changing our choice of tea leaves to buy. Because you know some people they want high-end High end tea because tea, these tea, tea bags. I'm talking about tea bags. These tea bags, for example, tea bags. You know they are of different qualities. Yes. There are others that are of highest quality, very expensive. Yeah. But if a decision has been made that we are spending four hundred thousand kwacha a month on groceries. And you find out that your choices of these individual items of groceries will be that you need 600,000. Then check. What is our choice on tea bags? Is it making sense? Yeah. Hallelujah. Another important point is you need to write this down. You need a high maintenance culture. I will explain what that means. It's a very, very important, wise step in managing our resources. High maintenance culture. You need a high maintenance culture. What that means is don't replace items anyhow. If an item is still working, don't replace it. 
You know, some people, they just say, no, I think we've been with this fridge for five years now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We don't need it. Uh -uh. Does it have any fault? No. Why do you want to change it? Levels have changed. But look at your pocket. Your pocket is still shaky. Eh? Your pocket is not stable yet. So you would rather maintain it. Now, here is the principle in maintenance culture. If it can be repaired, don't replace it. If it can be repaired, don't replace it. Don't replace things that can be repaired and continue being usable. Don't replace them. Because that money you are spending on that thing should have been used elsewhere in your life, in your family, in your projects. I don't know whether it is making sense. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Another important principle of wise money management is make some important financial decisions once. Make some important financial decisions once. For example, what percentage of my income will I give to the work of God? Make that decision once and don't go back to it. If you are telling yourself that I will be giving 20% of my income towards the work of God, let it be settled. Don't say, no, 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 let me change. Let me lower the figure. No. Make some important financial decisions once. Is it making sense? Yeah. And once that foundational decision has been made, maintain it. Maintain it. Maintain it. Now, for those who are married couples, please, I want to say this. Know each other's income and plan your resources together. Hmm. You know, there are so many people that are so secretive about their money. Money to them is a sacred property. Very highly confidential. The wife must not know. The husband must not come near. Now, already if you're hiding money from each other in your marriage, just know that you're already creating a financial disaster. Amen. Married couples must work as a team in all financial matters. Married couples must work as a team in all financial what? Financial matters. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, you'll find out also that some of us, we may be spending a lot on electricity, and water. You know why sometimes? It takes us time to address leakages, for example, when it comes to water in our homes. 
every drop of water that is wasted in your house is adding to your bills. Yes. And if you calculate that over a year, you discover that maybe some 60,000. Which should be more than enough, especially for ladies, to work on their hair. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Saloon expenses. Yes. And then you see that so for so many of us in the evenings, you see that the whole house will have lights on. The whole house. Even in rooms where there is no one. Yes. Yeah. Because you believe the scripture that says, let there be light. <laughs> let there be light. So light everywhere. Light everywhere, including places where lights should not be on. That 10 minutes, 15 minutes of lights on in a particular room is eating on your finances. So let's be cost conscious at all times. The toilet has lights on and there's no one in the toilet. Switch it off. The TV room has lights on. There is no one there. Switch it off. Is it making sense here? Yes. Hallelujah. Am I showing you something important? We've been praying and praying and praying. And your finances are not changing. So that's why I'm giving you this. Listen. Another important decision or wisdom tip that I want to give you regarding the management of your finances is that make big financial decisions. Please take note of this. Make big financial decisions slowly with a lot of careful and wise guidance. Big financial decisions must be made slowly. Take your time. Don't say, we are buying this car. 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 Uh, maybe it's, uh, let's say what? Um, mm, let's say it's uh, Mercedes Benz. So when uh, so now you're talking about E three hundred or three twenty. Eh? So, so whenever a car like that passes, ah yeah, yeah. The way you look at it, <laughs> you know honey, it's that one. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 now you, you take your time. Is it now? Is it really necessary? Is this something we can do without and we will operate comfortably without it? Do we really need this? Is, is it making sense? Yes. 
So certain big financial decisions must be made how? Slowly. Slowly. And for those of us that are married, check the reaction of your spouse. When you bring up the idea, how is the spouse reacting? It, it should, it, you, you, you know, a wise, you see, a wise married person already has a guide inside the house. The spouse should be your guide it, to some extent. Your spouse, your wife, your husband should, should give you a glimpse to say, look, the way she is reacting, I better pray more or indeed slow down. But some people, they don't mind. It doesn't matter how you react. A decision has already been made. <laughs> so, uh, now, linked with that, therefore, is the advice that don't make any big purchases Without consulting your spouse. You know sometimes in homes. You see that. Like the story I held somewhere. That a man came home and said. Honey. Surprise, surprise, surprise. So the wife said. Oh, what kind of surprises? Says I have bought a house. <laughs> so the lady thought the man was joking. No, it wasn't a joke. He did it. So the wife said, okay, let, let's, let me go and see the house. Ah, when they arrived, the woman said, honey, how could you buy such a house? Dilapidated house. What is your problem? No, I wanted it to be a surprise. No, this, this is not a surprise. This is a shock. A disappointment. <laughs> So don't surprise yourselves on things that are very, very important. Eh? Surprise, surprise, you can bring a dress. You buy at one twenty thousand, nice suit for your wife. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> but a, a house? Surprise? No, that one requires joint decision making. Let your spouse look at it and endorse that, yes, we can proceed. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Another important advice I want to give us is let us study books on financial management. Let's be knowledgeable. You see, financial literacy is very important. Financial literacy is very, very important. Financial illiteracy is the reason for the financial suffering of so many people. Many people, they look like they know how to handle their finances, but you discover that when you look at them closely, they don't know anything. They don't know how to handle money. That's why they are always under constant financial pressure. Constant financial pressure. I also say that it is important to pray about your finances. Seeking guidance from the Lord. Asking God to connect you to where you can get resources. And indeed, asking him 
to guide you on how best to use those finances. Now, the other one is, this is also important, especially now that so many people are being squeezed financially. This is important for such people. During a financial crisis, switch to survival mode. Be wise enough to switch to survival mode. When your financial situation has changed, money is no longer coming the way it used to flow. Switch to survival mode. Switch to survival mode. What does that mean? It means cut on expenses. Excessive expenses. Yes. Cut on expensive excessive expenses. Excessive expenses. So, for example, if truth is to be told, if circumstances have changed, you may have to change your children's schools. I've seen parents stick to those high-end schools when their financial situation has changed. Unless if they have reached a stage where pulling them out may be disastrous for their progress. But if it is these primary schools, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes. Yes. Change schools. The children may cry, but help them to understand that, look, where things are, we cannot move in this direction anymore. Yeah. But parents, they are strangling themselves, squeezing themselves. Yeah, you know, it has to be like this. We have to maintain standards. But maintaining standards will cost you more. And you don't have the resources to finance your ambitions. Hallelujah. And please, as much as possible, if it is possible, please, not to borrow, don't borrow. If it is possible. And try as much as possible to make it what? possible. Not to borrow. And if you are going into borrowing, make sure that there is a clear repayment plan for what you are borrowing. Make sure there is a clear repayment plan. Make sure there is a clear repayment plan. Please. Please. Don't just say we will see. Because if you don't pay back what you borrowed, you lose what? Credibility. And sometimes when you hear stories of brothers and sisters who are dodging to pay back what they borrowed, you, 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 you become disappointed. You say, no, not this kind of sister, not this kind of brother. No. It's true. The guy is dodging and so on and so forth. Why? It's because 
we are engaging in mindless borrowing, thoughtless borrowing, borrowing under pressure. When you have no clear idea as to where you get money from to pay back, it doesn't help you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. There are so many things we can talk about, but I believe that uh, the few that we have shared should guide us going forward, isn't it? But maybe it, it is also important to highlight that at every point, know what your money is doing and where it is going. And the best way to do that is to document your income and document your what? Your expenditure. This one is a big problem for the majority of God's children. Know where your money is going and know what your money is doing. And for married couples, both you and your spouse should know what the family money is doing and where the family money is going. It's very important and therefore that will require openness. That will require accountability, isn't it? Somebody shout hallelujah. And married couples, as I said, should make money or financial decisions together. Don't just say, no, uh, we um, um, have bought a piece of land. Where? No, 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 no. It's none of your business. It's money outside. You know, some people say it's money outside the uh, salary. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember we agreed that salaries are the ones that we'll be putting together, but these are allowances. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of confusion in many homes. Eh? Mm. There's a lot of confusion in many homes. For many people, when it comes to money, oh, <laughs> there's no unity. And if a married person, please, I want to say this, never quarrel over money in your marriage. Never quarrel over money. Hey, hey, this, this is money outside salary. What are you talking about? You remember, we have a joint account for our salaries, but this is money outside. Ah, Money in the home, it doesn't matter who brought it. Is family money. You ceased to be independent the day you decided to marry your spouse. That is the day you ceased to be independent. No, there is need for some privacy. Where? <laughs> uh, they, well, no, no. I need to be given my own space. They, you have no space. Your space is occupied by me. So there's no, you don't have any space anymore. Is it making sense? 
there's a lot of ignorance, especially in homes and families, among married couples. Ignorance. No, I need my own space. Uh, I need my own, and uh, what do they call it? Personal, personal money. Personal money for where? May we rise on our feet? We have a few minutes. Let's spend those minutes in prayer. I want us to pray for wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom to manage what God puts in your hand. Hallelujah. In our hands. Now, hear this. In um, Genesis chapter 2. Yeah. You remember God made man out of of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. That is verse number 7. In verse number 9, God planted a garden. Verse number 15, God put man in that garden to dress it and to keep it. But in chapter 3, we see man lacking wisdom or despising actually the wisdom that God gave him in managing the garden. The wisdom was very clear. Do not eat fruits from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Simple wisdom. Eh? Just like we are saying here hmm? that we should make big financial decisions slowly. Very simple. It looks simple. It looks what? Simple. So it was like, ah, what, what is so special about this tree? Huh? What is so special? Let's try it. <laughs> let's, let's have a test. Let's, let's, let's have a feel. You know, people talk about a feel. Let's have a feel of how it is tested. Not knowing it was a mistake. So we need wisdom. We, now, we also need grace. Even to maintain the wisdom that God has given us. To exercise and apply the wisdom that God has given us. Somebody shout hallelujah. Anyway, lift your voice online on ground. Let's pray. Sakanda <laughs> 
Father, we pray for wisdom. Father, we pray for wisdom. Wisdom to properly manage the resources that you've given to us. To properly manage the resources. To properly manage the money that you've given to us, Lord. That you gave unto us, Lord. Wisdom of Lord to properly manage the resources, the finances that you give unto us. Yes, Lord, we pray for wisdom to manage the resources. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Wisdom, Mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. In Genesis 2 and verse number 10, the Bible says that a river went out from Eden and watered the garden. We want to pray that the river of prosperity shall water all our sources of income. The Bible says in Isaiah 27 verse number 6 that those who be of Jacob shall blossom and bud. You're going to pray that as this river is watering our sources of income, all our sources of income shall begin to want to blossom and bad and give us streams of income like we've never seen before. 
lift your voice. Let your river of prosperity water all our sources of income in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the river prosperity flood. All our sources of income. Let our sources of income blow so much more and yield us much more. Yield us much more. Much more than we have ever seen. Much more than we have ever experienced in the past. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for Businesses, jobs, careers, professions. Yes, our sources of income are blossoming. Our sources of income are blossoming. Our sources of income are blossoming. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shakata Ragadala Baba Sita Ragade. Yakanda Rikade Masuta Ragadala Babus. Yakata Ragadala Baba Baba Baba. Oh my God, oh Lord of glory, blessed be your holy name, 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 Lord. 
Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. The God we serve, this is going to be our last prayer point. The God we serve is a God of restoration. Amen. And if there is restoration, then, then there must be financial restoration. Amen. Sometimes there will be these satanic attacks on people's income. You see that all doors are closed. What's going on? You're going to pray, destroying all satanic attacks arrayed against your financial life. And you are going to pray that for those who have suffered financial loss, there is going to be financial recovery. Lift your voice. Sakata Ragadala Mamasa Likanda Regadi Basuta Ragadi Empress Satanic Onslaught against our finances. You are destroyed in the name of Jesus. Your satanic snares, financial snares, financial snares. You are arrested. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Shakata Rakatana Babuso. Yakata Rakatana Babana Sita Rakadi. Yakata Rakadi Basuta Rikadi. Yakata Rakatana Babusa. Rakata Rakata Basata Rakadi. Yakata Rakatana Babasita Rakadi. Yakata Rakatana Babosa. Yakata Rakata Makata Rakadi. Makata Rakadi. Yakata Rakadi. Makata Rakadi. Makata Rakadi. Yakata 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 Rakadi. Shakata Rakata Babusa. Financial recovery. Financial recovery. For the saints. For the believers. Financial recovery. Financial restoration. Financial restoration. For the saints. For the believers. For the believers. For the believers. In the name of Jesus. Shakata Rakata Basata Rakadi. Yakata Rakata In Jesus' mighty name, 
We have prayed. Lift your hands. Thank you, Lord. All satanic attacks yes, against you financially are destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I decree this hour. Your hands are anointed to handle an abundance of finances. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I command money to come to you. Amen. It is coming to you from the east. Amen. From the west. Amen. From the north. Amen. From the south. Amen. From everywhere. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Those of us in need of financial recovery. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you experience financial recovery in the name of Jesus. Amen. And may your recovery come to stay in the name of Jesus. Amen. Any money you lost is restored back to you. Amen. Any money that was taken away from you is coming back to you. Amen. All your sources of income are blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. In case you don't have any source of income, may it be created you in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God connect you to your financial supplies. Amen. To your financial supplies. Amen. And as money comes, may it never dry up in your life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please do believe that. Can I hear loud a shout if I may not? Amen. Now Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely goodness, goodness and mercy, mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.